Return of the Jedi. Welcome to On Some Hip Hop Shit. What is up? This is your boy, Brando Calrissian. B. Schultz, a.k.a. The Flying Dutchman. Just coming to drop a little quick pod on you guys. It's been too long. I shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. My man, Murder Mace on the ones and twos. Shouts out to Mel. Down Comics and the Meltdown Comics Podcast Network. Um, we here. We here. We in here. Uh, Sunset Boulevard. If you're not aware, we're in the heart of the Sunset Strip where they slang comics, toys, have some of the best events and comedies, uh, comedy events, podcast events, home of the nerdist as well as home of the Meltdown Podcast Network. And we here, 2017, in the wake of this Trump shit, you know, putting our own stuff out. You know, we're not stopping. We're not slowing down. Um, I wanted to talk about the state of the union in hip-hop. We have a lot of speeches being held on politics. And... Hip-hop was always something that had political commentary in it or social commentary or just reflections. And I think the common narrative of the hip-hop head, such as myself, who's been in the culture for 20-plus years, is, <clears throat> ah, the culture right now is, is whack. It's watered down. Migos is Migos Offset is the biggest thing in rap, you know. You you might hear something like, you know. Raindrops, drop top, drop top, smoking on cooking the hot box, cooking, fucking on your bitch, yeah, that that that, cooking up dope in the crock pot, pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody grit the trick, nobody call up the gang pop, and they pop, come pop. in. <laughs> you know we rapping raindrop and um. <laughs> and cooking up dope in a pot like we we heard that we've been there before um <laughs> we had yin yang twins you know back in the o's uh you know we had before that you know we had you know we had bounce music we have miami bass um and we and now we have migos you know um and that might be the most popular thing right now but the more things change, the more things stay the same. You know, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, President Reagan. You know, and, and 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 as the poet Gil Scott Heron pronounced it, Ray Gunn, President Ray Gunn, and everyone was so shocked that an actor was president of the United States, um, much less a, a B-list actor. And now we have another actor. He's not even on Reagan's level, though. He's <laughs> he, he's not even an actor. He's a reality charlatan. He's a reality uh, host. He's a, he's a shuckster. All those things that you know. He's a con artist. He's, um, he's actually someone <laughs> who has taken a lot from hip-hop. <laughs> I would submit 
um, you know, hip hop has 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 crossed over and, and become a big part of you know media. Uh, Fifty Cent is a exec producer of Power and Action Bronson has a documentary show that shows him going around smoking weed and eating. <laughs> Go fuck that's delicious. Um, Snoop Dogg has a cooking challenge with Martha Stewart. You know, Ice Cube is is in a new family movie called Fist Fight. <laughs> like this is what's happening. This is the state of the union. No shots. This is what's happening. Um but what Trump did, Trump out Kanye West did Kanye West. That's what I'll say about 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 um the gangster Trump. And Trump also knew that we have a love of gangster shit. We have a love of gangster movies. Uh, we got a love of gangster music. And, um, you know, that's that's America when I say we. I'm not talking about, you know, any group of people that I'm associated with. <laughs> but America, you know, has, has some really sick... Uh, some really sick obsessions, you know, and so um, you know Trump Trump capitalized on that, and I I think that's interesting. Um, uh, speaking of Kanye, Kanye had an album, uh, twenty sixteen, um, much anticipated, was going to be called Waves, and was changed after someone cited that you know wavy was a term. That Matt belonged to Max B of Dipset fame. If you don't know Dipset and you're just even a casual hip hop fan, go check out some of the early things from Dipset, from Cam Cameron, Horse and Carriage. You know, that's good music. That's good, fun 90s music. Of course, there's enough misogyny and gangsterism, you know, to keep you interested if you're. You know, you're basic American. But um, nah, he really plays with rhyme schemes and melodies and comedy in a really cool way. Um, and Max B got some heat. So in deference to Max B, Kanye changed the name of his album and renamed the album The Life of Pablo. Um, which I thought was genius. And I don't know if that many people got because my main introduction to Pablo Picasso was the, was the weird alt rock song I don't even know if that's the right term for it but that that the chorus of which Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole um so that's what I thought Kanye was coming with like basically he is this braggadocious this over the top figure um who's talking about his art and then you know so for him to name his album the life of pablo he's basically saying you know i'm an asshole but my life is a work of art you know you're you're entering some experiential art and 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 when he marries you know and you know the most infamous you know kind of reality slash porn personality of the of the generation there's there's something to that i mean 
Kanye is doing performance art with everything. Um, and, and, and to me, that's tr- Trump totally bit Kanye. Kanye would make a, like crazy um, outlandish comments about his greatness and um, what he needs from people or what people need to do for him. And, uh, you know, after the repetition of it and he kept releasing music, there'd be there'd be parts where you would kind of start to believe Kanye. And so I think them meeting in Trump Tower um, was kind of the the culmination of Trump out Kanye and Kanye. <laughs> Kanye was fresh out of the hospital. He was his hair had gone blonde. Uh, he'd taken his hair blonde. He was beaten. Trump, you know, had a poster boy from the black community, from the hip hop community, you know, pressing the flesh with him, giving him the seal of approval, and it's kind of like game set and match. Um Donald Trump. But I don't say that really to denigrate Kanye because um, I don't doubt him. I feel like he'll rise again. Uh, And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to how he really tries to write the next chapter with his mental health intact and, you know, God willing, his physical health. Anyway, the best song on Kanye's album, The Life of Pablo, to me, was Ultralight Beam. And that song featured an artist who right now has getting unprecedented kind of attention um, in some ways. He is known as Chance the Rapper. And Chance has an album out called The Coloring Book, which was nominated for seven Grammy Awards. I said it's Grammy season. That's all anyone's talking about is Grammy Awards. And I think that's great. Um, And then at the same time, I think who cares? Because the bigger thing is that Chance the Rapper has been totally independent. Um totally independent nobody's totally independent but he has not been signed to a major record label he did streaming only deals one of the first albums um to you know major releases to be streaming only and i think he just uh him and his team because it it takes a team of people to pull this off um have done a, a brilliant thing and then of course he had angels um, which was the first single off the album, which kind of felt a little gospel, and it's just been very celebrated. And I think with good reason. But if you are just getting introduced to Chance the Rapper, I am going to tell you that you have to go back. Okay, if the first thing you're hearing is Coloring Book because it has this ballet, you have to go back and you have to listen to Acid Rap. Because there's some things on Acid Rap um, that I, I don't know. I just think it's a good intro. So, you know, hopefully that's what you take from this podcast is just, you know, a couple of gems. Um, and you know, for music to ride to, you could stream that that whole project was a streaming project too. 
I mean, they called it a, a it was called a mixtape. It was called a lot of things, but it really just featured the whole or kind of foreshadowed the musicality that Chance would, you know, apex on in Coloring Book. That also it, it started for me with acid rap. I know he had music before that, but that's where really where I saw the transition. So um, I just wanted to drop in here to to say that. You know, yeah, you got Migos, you know, <laughs> um, bad and bougie, you know, and that's, 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 that's getting in light. It's celebrating. It's, it's in the club, but you also got Chance the Rapper and, and, and even more than Chance, because I think Chance has had a chance to be seen by a lot of people. I wanted to put you guys up with on Someone who everyone should be up on who enjoys hip-hop music. Um, one of Chance's partners in a collective that they call Save Money, the Save Money Collective. Not the murder gang, <laughs> you know, not uh, Death Row, Save Money. That's the name of their collective. Uh, which is Chance the Rapper and Vic Mensa. And so one thing that um, Vic, like Chance, he's from Chicago. Um, he started early on, 16. Um, he had an album called Down on My Luck uh, or a mixtape called Down on My Luck. Um, and that got him really noticed also got him um <laughs> noticed by Jay-Z and signed to um Rockefeller or not Rockefeller um Rock Nation and uh Vic um has a real interesting point of view especially being from Chicago um which is kind of the heart of uh, of of violence, you know, in America right now. It's, it's, I mean, it's Chicago is so many things beyond that, but that is the the face and the poster child and all the shit that Trump was talking about, hell and how he's going to bring the feds into Chicago, you know. Uh, I think it's interesting because there's artists like Chance and like Vic, who, Vic Mensa, who have been able to bring um, a little bit of consciousness and a little bit of awareness into uh, into their life and and in their viewpoint, you know, because neither um, Vic or or Chance are really, you know, saying that they're out on the street, um, you know, kind of selling drugs and. In, in gang life. That's not really what I get from them. But yet at the same time, they're not that far removed because nobody in the black community is really that far removed from what ails everyone in the black community. So um, it, it, at the most, you might be one step removed or two steps removed, but like even Uncle Phil in Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> you know, had to bring in Will, you know, who was getting into trouble on the streets of Philadelphia. So, 
Um, you know, Uncle Phil, you could be a big judge. You could be, you know, on the Supreme Court. You're not that far removed from what ails the greater black community. So Vic is um, he's a poet, man. And so I just wanted to um, just lace you guys with a few things um, that that and, and and, you know, do a little versology, do a little versology, as we sometimes do on on some hip hop shit. We skip the um, segment where we talk about what we're sipping on <laughs> and we went straight it was just straight into the state of the union and the versology so here's a little something from uh Vic Benza uh, 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 When I get down on my luck, I hide behind my eyes in Hollywood the same what you know, but who you know, you need to know someone to know no one. When I get down on my luck, I rollin' up and roll around I buy my lonesome lost some years I used to know I know my fate like bullets in a shotgun. When I get down on my luck, I hide behind my eyes in Hollywood the same what you know, but who you know, you need to know someone to know no one. When I get down on my luck, I rollin' up and roll around I buy my lonesome lost some years I used to know I know my fate like bullets in a shotgun. Loves to dream, living in and off and out of mind and space. At times she takes a lot of lies of life away. You might just say she stays to go nowhere. Midnight scenes from an old romantic movie. Usually you'll be there today. I say what's different. I can take you with me. Wondering if you want to go there. So uh, that's just a little bit of like one of Vic's more melodic things. I, I think that's what's dope about him is he sings and he raps. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's more and more common now. But he kind of blends it in a different way. He's not really sounding like um, anyone else who I'm hearing uh, hearing do that. Um, Vic also has a new project. That's from his older project. He's got a new project out um, as of 2016, um, which I think dropped in the end of the summer. Um, there's a lot going on. And one of the poignant things is the uh album cover is just him shirtless against a white wall and on his chest he has a target um almost like a firing range target <laughs> and uh you know tattooed across his stomach uh, at least for the purposes of the album cover as the word still alive and bullet holes pretty much uh in the wall behind him uh surrounding him so in 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 just that image he's kind of speaking to um what is so uh problematic about his his city and so he he did a song um that i think really um kind of captures that problem this is the era this is the part a legacy of hip-hop that connects to people like public enemy with my uzi ways a ton
When I cock back, police better run. Like, he's got some heat, you know. So, I think, uh, I think, I think this is worth a listen, a download. <laughs> uh nine ninety nine cents or what what have you because this beat and his poetry is is powerful and then he's not a one note rapper I mean he's got some let's just be honest he's got some problematic music he's got some misogynistic raps um uh he talks about drugs a lot um but I will say that um, he does sometimes talk about drugs in an interesting way, in a way where it doesn't feel like he is glorifying. So um, that 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 track right there is called 16 Shots. And that is the a real poignant thing. And it's really talk about violence, police violence and what's going on with the war on drugs um, and the war on guns. Uh, so that's a real, real epic, um, song. And he's got a few of them. And I just got, I just put myself up on Vic Mensa recently. He's really generations below me, but I think it doesn't make his music any less impactful to me because you're always looking for those people who, who, who carry the torch, who pick up the mantle. And this is a guy who has, I think, taken it up from um, people like Public Enemy and Immortal Technique and, you know, people who have got great conscious lyrics, even, you know, um, De La Soul and Tribe Called Quest. I mean, they're just seeing things from different perspectives. And if you were to listen to the radio or just listen to music that, you know, you might hear in the gym, you know, you might think it's all just Migos offset, but these kids are making really poignant records. I mean, there's some serious um, artistry going on. So it's dope to me that hip hop is alive and well. It's just we all have to be vigilant and awake to go out and seek things that are going to reinforce you know, music that we want to be a part of, support music that we want to be a part of. So shouts out um, for that. And I just wanted to play one more, um, one more little snippet from Vic, just for the purposes, for educational purposes of talking about it and, and getting informed. Um, He's got some real life rap, which I think is dope. Like he's literally breaking down a situation that, went on with him he's not a fantasy it's not 
allegory. He's talking about his real life. So here's here's a little bit of that. As, again, this is from uh, the, there's a lot going on. This is the title track. There's a lot going on, but I stick to the ones I love. I never claim to be a perfect man, but name a great man who was. Consequences of my actions in the past years had me stressing out. It was like May, I just moved to LA, I was trying to figure it out. Medication for depression that I cut cold turkey, had the kid manic. In an episode out in Hollywood, wildin' out like Nick Cannon. Railing out of raw pills, out of dollar bill on the bathroom floor. Clean a whole mess up with my nose, what the fuck I need a vacuum for? New York City on my birthday, June 6, 2014. I had that first meeting with Hove. Plus, I brought out the whole team. I drank that whole bottle of Douce. Ty Ty gave me that night. When we left the club at the rap genius house, me and Shorty got into a fight. She came out the room swinging, hit me in the jaw. I was really trying to fend her off, but I ended up in the closet with my hands around her neck. I was tripping, dog. Too proud to apologize and empathize. <clears throat> so, he's, he's, got this, he's got this rap where he, he's talking about, um, you know, he had he just moved out to LA. He's taking medication for depression, cut a cold turkey, but then he kind of lost his mind. Then he ends up in New York. Um Jay meets with Jay-Z. He's like living the life. Then he gets in a fight with his girlfriend. I mean, he's really talking about infidelity jealousy amphetamines you know the negative effects that a lot of this stuff is having on him he's talking about his real life he's talking about you know deals that he's being offered and not being able to enjoy um success um (coughs) so i really think um this is a stellar, a stellar track. Let's play a little bit more, a little bit later into the track, because um. It's like Feb 1st to the 15th, then I'm still addicted. Frustrated, writing shit for Ye, trying to visualize someone else's vision. Then he laid that verse on you, mad, and we made the shit to single. Ye and Hove getting into it over me, trying to do a joint venture. And good music still fam, but it's that rock boy, save money life. Took the bus out on the road for the traffic tour, did a hundred nights. Cleaned out my closet, I got rid of all of my demons. If you learn one thing from my journey, niggas don't stop believing. When this shit got so suffocating, I could be barely even keep breathing wrote my wrongs all in this song i'd like to welcome y'all to my season nigga i'm gone <clears throat> yeah so um yeah he's 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 got he's got he's got that real heat he's got that <laughs> he's got that pen and he's talking about i mean he talks about writer's block he talks about you know i mean not fake not fake emotions to make himself seem self-deprecating. He's talking about real things that happen in his life. And now, I mean, there is more of a sensitivo rap where I feel like rappers, you know, try to drop lines to show 
that, you know, they're being self-deprecating. They're not taking themselves that seriously. or And it usually has to do with a girl. You know what I mean? He is dealing with his first-person emotions, and he's telling you exactly what's going on in his life. That's something I never heard from Drake. You know, never. Okay? Like, you'll hear bits and pieces, but a whole song just to lay stuff out? You know, I mean, I think that really takes an artist who has come to terms and is willing to to be brave. So shouts out to Vic Mensa on that. Really enjoying the project. There's a lot going on. I mean, I feel like a lot more people should be talking about um, what he's doing. And and people will. Um, he's crew with Chase. Chance the Rapper, and so as people dig deeper, I think um, more so will, but I, I've never heard, you know, um, Vic Mensa on you know, some of the bigger outlets out there, radio, be they streaming radio stations or terrestrial, so um, there's a lot of room to grow, and there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, we're going to have some upcoming pods where we talk directly to these artists but um i just wanted to drop a little something um for the the state of the hip-hop union and a little little knowledge on vic mensa so that's what i got for y'all on this episode of on some hip-hop shit thanks for tuning in definitely want to shout out meltdown comics um also the meltdown podcast network gotta give a huge shout out to a show that you all might like is called two packs used to be called two packs a week now it's just called two packs not two pox two packs and um basically it's a really silly shit they talk about old trading cards um as a jumping off point for talking about pop culture from the 80s and 90s um i hope we can do a crossover with them because the show is just it's just you have to hear it to believe it. It might sound like some shit that's not up your alley, but trust me, um, two packs does does something a little different. I mean, it's a little random talking about trading cards like Alf, you know. I mean, b- before Pokemon, like it's before nerdy shit, but it's it's really really onto some 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 really fringe culture, and that's what we do at meltdown which i think is really cool like there's voices for people who just want to talk about fine art or people who just want to talk about batman shout outs to london and the history of batman podcast or like you know someone modern who wants to talk about the dating scene we got a great show called kind of dating so Anyway, this is my long-form, rambling, unscripted commercial for these other shows that I've peeked in on. And I hope to keep adding um, adding podcasts in my subscription list from the Meltdown Podcast Network. Um, those are a couple to check out. So that is what's up um, today on some hip-hop shit. Um, definitely tune in next week. Um, we're going to have some more heat for you. Boom. That's the state of the union. This episode of on some hip hop shit was produced by Brandon Schultz and Adam Silverstein 
engineered by Mason Booker and recorded at the Meltcast Podcast Studios, Hollywood, California. They got street legends. Our theme was produced by King Smo of the Animal Crackers. And a special thanks to Francisco, Gaston, Mark, and Mike Davis. Artwork by Self Uno. Tweet to us at our brand new handle, at On Some Hip Hop Shit. And that is what's up. <laughs>